Hello everybody and indeed, welcome to Metanorn. This is the blogcast impressions for episode 5 of Eureka 7 Astral Ocean. My name is J-Ro, Foss is here too. Hey, what's up? And yes. this week from Anavision, uh, we are joined by Amuro. What's up? Uh, last second join. Thanks for uh, joining us, Amuro. Oh, thank you for having me. And we actually, as we're recording this, we are broadcasting live on the uh, live stream on Fushizzle's channel. Uh, what's what's the yeah. URL for that? Uh, so draws, I think is what it is. Livestream.com. Yeah, Livestream.com slash Fushizzle's draws. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. We'll put, put, we'll put a link in the episode 5 pre impressions post for this so do uh we we try to do this at like 10 o'clock on sunday evenings eastern time standard so uh if you have enough interest in tuning in right away as we record this then uh, go right ahead and you know first Foss will put the post up on his twitter each week and then mm-hmm. we will uh and then you can listen to us so now, I, I wasn't made aware this is going to be live. I don't like the idea of live blog <laughs> or live podcasting. <laughs> we need to do this with Vanvision one time or uh, or Metaverse, yeah. Yeah, just to get it out there. So to get started with some thoughts from episode five of Eureka Seven, now we we talked about a little bit about the cartoons and manga references from last week, and then we get a Q-Bay reference to the start up <laughs> episode five. <laughs> right, right. Little, uh, make for a contract me. with me. <laughs> yeah, make a contract with me. <laughs> I don't think the show's going to be too referential, but uh, it's a funny moment. I think it could be all uh, focused on this one, because I'm pretty sure she referenced Evangelion in mm-hmm. episode four. Yeah, yeah last week. Replaced. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can be replaced. That was pretty so, funny. I, I, just, I like her character, because she's so very clearly an otaku. Yeah, she's the uh, otaku slash uh, comic book character. Yeah, she's there. For, she's there for the last. And she also, while well, her other friend is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's kind of the more serious type in the latest, the more right. kind of loose, fun type. Kind of breaks the fourth yep. wall a little bit with the here's some fan service for you. <laughs> yeah, the sloth. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, lucky sloth. Like I was saying, and she throws him out like it's like he's you know, <laughs> wild animal got here. So we 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 can talk a little bit about. The, the girls sort of adapting to having Al on the on the team. Uh, maybe maybe they kind of seem a little cold to him at the beginning. A little right. cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they I thought they were outright unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. <laughs> it, it, which is actually kind of a surprise to me because I thought Flora was pretty nice in the previous episodes. Like I mm-hmm. actually really liked her character, and then suddenly yeah. here she just kind of gave Al the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. outside. And like being able to see his performance on the battlefield, don't you think that would have merited some level of respect or anything? But I guess not. Right. Well, his thing he's fighting last time was kind of like, you know, not by the rules to them, I guess. <laughs> he just mm-hmm. went for it. You know, getting that close to him, the giant G monster like that. They're probably and, not used to him, used mm-hmm. to his style. Mm-hmm. And now with. Al is a member of the Pied Piper team. We also meet another team, Goldilocks, who's the sort right. of like the B team, it seems, of uh, Maggie, Chloe, and Maeve. The, the designated the... Uh, named the... cannon fodder. Yeah, the, the Moe, Moe Blobs, you know, that's the team there. You know, three cute girls. And, and one it... that's not a kid, but says, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, she don't... is a kid. She's only 11. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
yeah, that's the thing, yeah, only, only children can pilot the, uh, the mechs, but, uh, it looks like, they, it looks like they're already knocked out of commission by the end of the episode, although, I don't really think they're dead, but, you know, they kind of give off the impression that they kind of are. Well, yeah, I mean, like, oh, we're happy and then smack. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, the, the preview didn't really... Okay, may, I'm guessing the preview is intentionally misleading because, you know, it shows them still fighting or whatever, still getting their, their uh, ass kicked, really. <laughs> and, right. and, and it shows, like, the, the close-up of the picture on the desk with uh, the three of them and the and the captain of the team or the leader of the team. And, and that's usually a big death fly right there. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, they did show the one, the girl, like, I think the little one, she's in a hospital bed because Al's, yeah. like, sitting next to it. So maybe the other team gets wiped out but her. <laughs> I, I think it would be kind of crazy if they, I mean, like, because they're in the intro, right, um, very briefly, but they're there. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you're right. I, I think it would be crazy for them to be killed off the very <laughs> next episode that they, they appear in, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, right. That That's pretty funny. Yep, don't get rid of them now. <laughs> Keep them. <laughs> but is there any mention that there's more than just those two teams? Yeah, I'm wondering if there's other teams. I mean, you do see, like, a like a fairy tale theme with the, with the team named almost. You got Cody Locks, and you got, you know... Pied Piper, yeah. Right, right. It would be like, like Red Riding Hood would be another team or something. Yep. I wonder if they have, you know, I've only seen so far just girl pilots, so it's like, do they have any other men, male pilots, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a full team, you know, just guys, but I doubt it, so... You know, yeah. I don't know what they're aiming for, they're aiming for the, you know, the guy the crowd to watch, because... <laughs> I, I know... I know some people are, are worried that this is going to turn into another, uh, another Infinite Stratos situation. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what's right, right. talking about. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but also from the the Goldilocks team, we meet Bruno, who's sort of like this big guy, but uh, very uh, the, ted- the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> bear porn. But uh, what, an interesting thing about him is when he when he goes to uh, grab Al and basically says, "If you stay here, you would upset those who care about you." Kind of. Does it seem like he's kind of hinting that he might know Eureka? Yeah. I mean, he did recognize... I think he started his hair for a minute when he first saw him. It was kind of like... You know, he was on his little phone thing, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... He might... I think it might be more that he's you know, letting him know... Uh, you're going to be putting yourself in the line of danger. You will probably die. Uh, so, yeah, everyone that's dangerous. close to you is... Yeah. You're going to make him sad or, you know... I think it's one of those kind of things. Right, could be. I don't feel uh, like we've known him enough to, for him to be that kind of guy. Like I feel right. like it, it, there's something ominous about it. I mean, well, we know for sure that uh, that the uh, the leader of their team, you know, the Piper team, they definitely know Odeka. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, th- I think it would be right. kind of redundant to have him be like, oh, I know Odeka from the like. He, he just seems like the the big kind of teddy bear kind of dude who's like. Uh, mm-hmm. He he's looking out for the young kids. Yeah, so. right. Has no problem with Maeve eating uh, a bunch of ice cream. This one for pancakes. Oh yeah, yeah pancakes, pancakes and yeah, all kinds of junk and stuff. And what, before like a flight or something, I was like, oh, that's bad idea. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. Eat a mountain of food before I go fight. What did you guys think of the? Um, I thought this was sort of interesting that. Um, Goldilocks got ordered to go, you know, to mobilize and fight. And then the uh, the Pied Piper girls, they were kind of like, you know, well, whatever. And oh, right. So, so mm-hmm. you the contrast of uh, of Al, who's like, all right, time to go. And they're like, you 
they were the ones that ordered, you know, it's not us, so whatever. Mm-hmm. So you, he's kind of like eager to go fight and, and, and do something, but they're like, hey, whatever, orders are orders. Mm-hmm. You feel like uh, maybe he's a little bit more invested in this? Oh, definitely. And especially being like a new guy who has no idea yeah. of the nuances of Generation Blue and like, I guess, like the pecking order or anything mm-hmm. like that. Right, and they're, they're after the, the you know the cube things from the um, scub barrel splash thing, so and it's like a competition thing between each team to get yeah. the most cores, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Or we're, we're even getting getting hints now that uh, maybe they're not the benevolent uh, organization that they they appear to be. That maybe there's a bit of a darker side, and and like you right, said, right. Uh, I think uh, is is her name Rebecca? Yeah, yeah Rebecca. Yeah, right. she was she was ready to cap those guys. <laughs> Adam <laughs> yes, she was right. If the guy already gave the, the signal, and they were like, oh, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically kind of an interesting way for Gazelle and, and his boys to basically sort of blackmail, blackmail Kristoff <laughs> and, and basically get jobs at Generation Blue. It's Right, I guess you can't, can't be in one of those join him, right? Like, I feel like Kristoff is basically just sort of doing it to sort of hush them up because there, there's yeah. certainly a secret there with the the scub burst and that thing that Elena and, and Blanc pulled out of the uh, the burst. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and I think it's interesting that he let them join at all because he really didn't have to let them because mm-hmm. uh, he, he could have had them taken care of right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Since no one really knew they were on board besides the, you know, the Blanc girl when she saw him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But she, she was like, she was blushing. I was like, oh no, don't fall for that guy. Don't do it. I swear, yeah. He's terrible. <laughs> He's just in it for the money. Come on. Find someone else. <laughs> like Gazelle certainly does seem like that kind of guy that can, that yeah. can like get you some information. Right. Uh, Fosh, you have a note here. Uh, technology in the show. Tablets yeah, and smartphones. The tablets, smartphones. Like, uh, everything in there is just like high text to me. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. In the like, city, you know, you have the whole city on there. Oh, kind of yeah, like, yeah. reminds you a little bit of Eva, a little bit. There's like a, you know, building. People can live down there basically. It's like a little, little city, I guess. I know in in twenty twenty five in Space Bros, they'll have see through tablets where you can see the, <laughs> see the text, which is a little weird. But uh, it is yeah. a little weird. But onto the but one thing about the technology is when they were examining Al and they were looking at his his eyes, they basically said that he is somewhat kind of advanced and that he can sort of see things that others can't or can see things. I can't remember the exact details, but uh, basically... Uh, infrared ray or something like that. So yeah, wavelengths, there you go. They're, they're like saying, you know, perhaps you can see infrared light and ultraviolet light. And yeah. that the uh, that the world that they're looking at be very different from the world he sees. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because there's someone in the opening, too. You see him for like a brief second. His eyes are all like screwed up, too. They look, you know, yellow and black. They're kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know... Definitely something with that. I think it maybe helps AO see the, the the waves for the for Nirvash. I guess that's what I'm guessing. That you can see around the the actual alien rings and like, oh wait, there's a thing around them. You know, and they can and, find and a weak point. <laughs> and I think uh, I, w- I was watching the, the original Note Seven uh, recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they made mention that they can't actually. You know, the the trapper waves that we get we get the benefit of seeing. You know, the, the green uh, the green waves or whatever. But the, the people people actually can't see those. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that makes me question. Uh, Al, Al can see them, you know, right. of his, uh, I guess this is a spoiler, if you saw, um, like I said, like, because of his connection with Scub Coral. 
Which, by the way, uh, it, it's kind of inter- interesting also that uh, perhaps you guys already talked about this, but that the uh, there's a whole economy based around uh, the the mining of uh, trepper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they you know they made mention that they were talking about uh, mining it from from uh, you know scub coral underground or whatever. Right. So that, I think that, that's pretty interesting. Like it, just how different this world is from from the original Odica set. Yeah, I mean, Generation Blues, you know that. The organization maybe creates the subverse just so they can get the cores. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of interesting if they're doing that. You know, defeat the monster to get the core, that type of thing. It does kind of seem like it makes Generation Blue kind of like a, a private military corporation. Yeah, with all this mining and stuff, and, and you know, they have going the, out the tech and fighting. Up too. Yeah, because the military can't do anything. You know, <laughs> the normal military doesn't do nothing. So they mm-hmm. got the technology, the robots and stuff too. So. In the manpower, I guess. I do like how they sort of initiated Al into the fighting when what we kind of see toward the end. Yeah. Like it, it sort of make it's sort of better. It's a better way of preparing somebody than, you know, like what we see in Gundam all the time. People just get thrown yeah. in Gundams. And... <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh, good luck. And just throw them in there. <laughs> they don't go to full nine yards of showing him the ropes of the Nervosh, but. Uh... Right. I think it's funny that the that the nerve goes into Eastwood for him, <laughs> and, uh, and he he basically specifically mentions he's like, man, this isn't as easy as it appears. In anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess one more little closing note uh, as we close out the last time, uh, Noah being uh, being An moved awesome around, mascot. getting lost. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he's being passed around at $2. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, so like, oh, you take it. No, you take it. <laughs> yeah. Like, poor just, little guy. Just getting comfortable with everybody and uh-huh. you know, it, it would make a great backpack uh, merchandise <laughs> sale for the anime. Right. Plus, he got bath time with uh, Eleanor, so good mm-hmm. luck for him. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Although he didn't seem to really like it all that much. No, no. Water, no, no good. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, but you know, sloths are—they're uh, rather smelly, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I thought it was funny. They try, try to screenshot him running. I'm like, what? He doesn't. Sloths don't run. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the other. Thing. I, remember, I remember watching that, and going, "That is the fastest sloth I've ever seen." <laughs> no, right? Oh my gosh! Like, he's got rockets or something. What's up with this? He's just super fast now. Like, how many people does it catch one sloth? I'm not right. <clears throat> Any closing thoughts on the episode, guys? Mm. Really good. Wanting the OST so badly. Yeah, I do too. More music in this episode. I was like, ah, oh, so good. Oh, but then I think like the the, the, the skill, like the, the jets and stuff, the different you know big old jets they have. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I love all yeah, that. The, the, the launching. Oh. Armor. I mean, uh, te- technically stuff happened in the episode, but by the end of the episode, I was like, man, nothing happened. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, I was just, I was like, okay, now I need to see the next one already, so. Yep. Uh, but no, you know, it, it looks like the next one's going to be pretty action-heavy, and hopeful. I'm, I'm personally hopefully, uh, hoping they, they don't kill off the, uh, uh, the new girls immediately, you know, like, if, oh, right. if you're going to kill them off, at least give us some time to, you know, know them, but, like, mm-hmm. it's, Feel something for them because you know if you if you just kill them right away then it's like okay whatever they were just named books they're a filler character yeah yeah you're dead oh well move on <laughs> that type of thing I hear you although if they do then it would be interesting to see how it affects Al yeah if he runs away like you know Renta did in the uh, in original Erica he left Gecko State for a while 
he's due for a, a kind of emo moment at some yeah, point. Yeah, sh- shock and awe. <laughs> Which again, I think I, I'm kind of happy they uh, the way they've been handling uh, handling it is, you know, he's like a. Uh, uh, dude, you're just a normal, normal uh, teenage boy, and he's like, "But what about my hair?" He's like, "Dude, it's just part of you. You inherited it from your mom." And you know, he <laughs> yeah, it, that, was, that was a nice spin. Yeah, they I got his, was, his spirits yeah. up, and that was a good choice by Tonovic, uh, a good choice of words to say right. instead of you know immediately worrying him over you know his mom. Not like you have a um, this kid, <laughs> your hair is gonna you're gonna be turning to a mutant monster or something. No, he's just like it's cool. <laughs> it's for your mom. All right, so let's go ahead and close out the Episode 5 blogcast for Eureka 7 and Astral Ocean here. Thanks, Amro, for joining us on such short notice. Oh, thanks for having me. That was fun. All right, so for Fosh, I'm Jero, and we will see you next week. Later.